0: Mark Smolowitz is a multi-award-winning independent filmmaker based in San Francisco, and he's here to talk about his upcoming films and give us his spin on our LGBTQ issues. Hi, Mark. Hi, Charlotte. So nice to be with you today. Tell us about your company 13 Gen.
1: So 13 Gen is an independent film company based in San Francisco. Um, I wear a lot of hats here. I work on documentaries, I work on scripted works. And uh, thankfully, we're very busy and even uh, with the pandemic. And a lot of the work that we do here is LGBTQ. Um, that's not all that we do. I work with filmmakers who are, you know, from emerging to established, you can pitch something here, and welcome hearing from filmmakers. What films are being released this year? So, 2021 is a really uh, dynamic year. Um, the first one is called Surviving the Silence. And Surviving the Silence is a feature documentary that has done extremely well during the pandemic. And as I speak with you today, I'm so excited because San Francisco is the first ever in-person screening of Surviving the Silence, where the two main women, Colonel Patsy Thompson and Barbara Brass, will actually be in person in an audience in a room with people. Um, and of course, it's going to be a safe screening with COVID protocol, social distancing. But the Roxy Theater in San Francisco is open and There'll be probably a hundred people there and we're so excited. And then I have several new films, most notably in T V. So, being BB is about BB Zahara Benay, and she was the first winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. And we are premiering at the Tribeca Film Festival. And what's exciting about that is that we're virtual and national. So, starting June nineteenth, people anywhere in the country can actually watch Being BB. And then we are the um, closing night film at the Providence International Film Festival later that week. So, it's a big week for me that week. And then I also have a short film called Smoke, Lilies, and Jade, and it's quite beautiful, and it actually has Billy Porter from Pose as the main narration. So I'm really excited to share that with the world as well, and that's just a snapshot of what we're up to here.
0: What would you like to accomplish with uh, 13 Gen and your work? So 13 Gen is really trying to develop talent
1: here that are diverse, you know, and really put... Stories by marginalized voices at the center where they belong, right. and we see those stories as having mainstream potential because we believe that that's where they belong into the mainstream. We're trying really hard here to be relevant, you know, across all aspects of distribution landscapes. So I believe in you know trying to aim high for all the movies that we're working on here. So trying to get some on streaming services, and sometimes that's in the U.S. and Canada, sometimes that's around the world. Um, it really just depends on what the goals are from the film and the filmmaker. But so with every film we work on, we just try to meet the largest audience we can around the world. And we partner very closely with festivals to do that, and it's a huge part of how we try to create audience.
0: What would you like to see happen for our LGBTQ community in the Biden administration? During the Biden-Harris administration, I'm just delighted setting a new
1: tone. I and mean, Pride flags are welcome, and it's really quite a relief. Now, when President Biden made his first address to Congress, you know, a couple months ago, I was so personally touched by the comments that he made to transgender Americans. It was heartbreaking to me during the Trump years that transgender folks were so targeted. It's just really, really difficult to figure out. I'm delighted that we have, you know, leadership, that gender and sexuality are kind of all part of the conversation and that those conversations happen alongside race all the time, every day. For most Americans. And once we have that kind of sense of security and <laughs> leadership, then we can do really, really deep and impactful work together by an administration that understands how to bring equity into the conversation across the government.
0: With LGBTQ teens already four times more likely to attempt suicide than their heterosexual peers after facing bullying incidents, what advice would you have for these kids, especially in these times? You know, the advice that I have for LGBTQ teens is just that you are beautiful. You are beautiful
1: as you are, and you should celebrate who you are. And even on those days when it feels very hard to do that, you have to try even harder to keep celebrating who you are. I think we've all struggled at different points in our lives, regardless of our age, what it means to be LGBTQ plus in this country. So I think for younger queer people, I just want to highlight them that they're beautiful. Their true authentic selves is who we want to see, who we want to know, and who they should pilot into the world. You know, come out of the closet, be as proud as you can, celebrate all the diverse intersectional identities you have. But if you don't have support at home, if you don't have family or parents or communities that you feel support you, you know, try to find mentors either online or in the social media and online interaction is that people can find each other wherever they are in the world to keep searching talk to people find mentors look around and see who feels familiar to you or people who are like you who have a like mind in order to be our true and
0: authentic selves how can people get information about Thirteen Gen? to go to our website which is 13 genfilmcom that's
1: 13 com. and on there you'll see all of our social links Instagram Facebook and Twitter we try to get on all of the above but also always happy to hear from people personally. Um, Whatever's a good fit for folks out there, we we welcome contact. Is
0: there a question you wish people would ask you?
1: What is the difference between a director and a producer? Um, It
0: so often comes
1: up in my work, and I have pretty interesting and straightforward answer to it, which I think makes a lot of sense, because a lot of people don't know what these words mean, what these roles are in the film business, and because I wear so many hats and i Typically, where multiple facts on a movie, I can't really speak to that. So, the difference between the director of the movie and the producer of the movie is that the director is responsible for what goes on the screen. The producer is responsible for making sure it gets on the screen. That's a very important difference, right? On most of my movies, I'm always a producer, it's, you know, with some kind of producer, whether it's a producer or executive producer or consulting producer. But when I'm directing, I'm also a producer. So I wear a lot of hats and have a lot of responsibility. When you look at a movie, there might be one director, there might be two. Typically, there can be three, four, five, ten, even twenty producers, and my people wonder, what are all these producers doing? Well, they're all contributing in some interesting and dynamic, and important way which is making sure that the movie gets on screen. And each movie is like a small business in, in itself. And so it needs, you know, hardworking, talented producers to, you know, make sure it happens. And so that's the question I would love people to ask. What's the difference between a director and a producer? Well, now you know the answer.
0: Do you have a favorite quote or a mantra to get you through these difficult times? I do
1: have a favorite quote, and it's been one of my favorite quotes for years, and here it is. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. And that was the quote from Eleanor Roosevelt. So I love that okay. quote. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent.